0: Wants to follow. This is Black Bookers on Radio Tab.
1: Good morning everyone. Welcome to Black Bookers for Monday, the twentieth of November. We've covered a bit of territory in Southeast Queensland this week. We're at Doomman on Wednesday, Ipswich on Friday, and Sunshine Coast Saturday. I'm gonna nominate one out of Doomman, which I considered was a good thing beaten, so I think we can get a fairly quick return and then two from the Sunshine Coast. But the horse I'm referring to at Dooman, who raced on Wednesday's name is Driali, D-R-I-A-L-L-E. A four-year-old now trained by Barry Lockwood, formerly with Ron Quinton, arrived here with a few runs under the belt, a seven-star maiden, but there seemed to be a lot of confidence about Driali stepping out on Wednesday in an 11.10-metre maiden. Martin Harley rode him from a good gate. Uh, he was a dollar seventy favourite, so there was no, no gamble on the betting. Putters were all over him, off the back of a very good trial at Eagle Farm. And things seemed to be going well. Harley popped him in midfield near the rail, and then a run came, and then a run closed, and uh, he was virtually the meat of the sandwich was spat out. I'm pretty certain he was going to win. Uh, An impressive-looking type of horse, too. Big, strong horse. So, look, um, uh, the maiden got away that day. I expect next time out him to make amends. So stay with him, Driali. He'll probably be short again as well, but he should be winning. Uh, Barbie's sister in the first race is a fairly obvious one, but I just want to go into a bit of detail with her. If your honour, you'd be disappointed she got beaten. She went into the race with a big rap on her out of a fast trial with a Deegan. Uh, trained by Tony Gollan, Ange Jones had the ride. The race looked to be hers, and she was sent out an odds on favour at a similar price to Driali. She got involved in a speed battle, not her own doing. She was on the outside of the, of the leader, Mashani Lily, and they went quickly. I've compared their sectionals to the two other 1,000-metre races on the day. One was the Swiss Ace, and the last race was a good three-year-old. And the, the opening sectionals were very similar. So they were going lickety-split. Barbie's sister sh- uh, shrugged off Mishani Lily and looked home. and you see Poster Girl come through along the inside and beat over the last few strides. Now, I think there are two things out of that. One, I'm acknowledging Poster Girl is well above average. Her sectionals were impressive from the back. But as Tony Gollum pointed out yesterday when we spoke to her on past the Post, she was left in front of Fairway from home out of the centre of the track. And it can be become a little bit intimidating. And Maybe she just got lost. But, look, I'd be more than happy to, to back up on her in the, in the Callaway Gallon a few weeks' time at Eagle Farm. I, she was beaten. She was beaten at short odds. I get that. But don't be too disappointed. I'm sure there's room for improvement. And there doesn't have to be too much for her to be going close to winning next start. Party for Two was responsible for an outstanding run in the final race. I mentioned this three-year-old thousand-metre race. Now, the map looked uh, tricky on paper, and it turned out tricky. Tricky all right. She drew a wide gate and was posted five wide on the lead. She was entitled to weaken. She didn't. She was beaten in a very, very busy finish. But that followed that very good win at Eagle Farm. So this stable, O'Day and Hoisted, have got her going really well at the moment. She's going to go to the mode plate on the on the 2nd of December at Dooman. That's 1,200 metres, but oh the, the ground she covered and the way she fought on, I've got no drama with that. And as I said, they've got her going extra well. So stick with her if you're on a uh, backup on her in a couple of weeks' time. Driali, Barbie Sister and Party for Two are my three in a black book. Jared Daffy's on the line now with the Greyhounds to follow. Morning, Jared. Morning, David. Albion Park on Thursday night, you saw one right at the first race worth following.
2: I did, one for Tony App, the aptly named, very handy, I had box 7, 5.53 early, 29.94 which was only a couple of hundreds outside the best of the nights. one three from nine now, by Bernardo out of Talia's way, that previous litter was a very, very good litter uh, so it might even get further, it's it's not even two years of age yet, so very handy from Albion Park on Saturday, uh, Thursday night and on Saturday night at Ipswich. The track was definitely, uh, or oh, at least three or four lengths slow there. But Casey uh, Dogush had Pink Summer in. It had the yellow over the shorts. Um, it led all the way there, twenty-four ninety-nine. Uh, it's one eleven from thirty-five. That was its uh, second run since July. So. Um, and it's got fast winds at Albion Park as well, so I'm guessing we'll see it in town soon, over a little bit longer distance. But Pink Summer well worth following.
1: Pink Summer and very handy from the creek. What about at Wentworth Park?
2: Uh, one for Peter Lagazio,ni there called Nad Al Sheba, led all the way. It's got some ability. This one it's by Beast Unleashed. It's one twelve from twenty three now. It's a really good beginner, and it showed that on Saturday night five forty four the first split, and uh, and the best of the night twenty nine sixty one. Hasn't been over-raced, as I said, 12 from 23, but uh, with plenty of big races, feature races coming up, in particular some of those country cups in New South Wales. We'll see it featured there. Nad Al Sheba.
1: Nad Al Sheba and a couple out of, out of Melbourne.
2: Back to Sandown last Thursday night. Now, in the first race, Mapunga Reward was the first starter for Jeff Britton. It's by Fernando Bale out of Mpunga, Isla. So it's very, very well bred. April 22, so it's young. Um, it had box three. It was backed off the map, walked out of the boxes, and you think, well, it's, it's got no hope of even tacking onto the field. But not only did it tack on, it raced right away in the finish. Now, the time, as you would expect, was pretty steady, 29.95. But given the backing beforehand, it's clearly got an engine, this one Mapunga Award. And we had Sandown on Saturday night where we had the shootout and also uh, some more preludes of the Melbourne Cup. And one of those uh, beaten in a prelude was... Peter Lugojioni uh, trained, trained, but it's in Melbourne at the moment with the Thompsons called Rocket Riot. It had box two. It ran 5.02 early just to be nailed on the line by, in a half head by Crackerjack Bull, which is a pretty good dog. 18 starts for 11 wins. It's been around Wentworth Park in, in 2960. I'd say so it'll campaign in Melbourne or in Victoria over the coming weeks and months. Melbourne Cup, etc. So we'll look forward to seeing it in the heats on uh, on this Saturday night. But uh, it's a good dog rocket, right?
1: Rocket Ride. Good idea, Jared. Have a good day. Thanks, David. Jared Daffy joining us for the Greyhound Black Book. Just recapping, very handy in Pink Summer from Albion Park. Nad El Sheba out of the Wentworth Park meeting. And the two from Sandown, Mapunga Reward and Rocket Ride. Racing analyst for Racing New South Wales, Nick Burney, is up next on Black Bookers. Nick, good morning.
3: Good morning to you, David. How are you?
1: Well, thank you. We raced at Newcastle, and we go to the first race, the Maxley's Classic. Erno's Cube. She took a step forward from her Jim Crack Stakes debut to win. But the horse you're going to concentrate on is a Godolphin runner called Graham, G R A M, having its first start.
3: Yeah, I thought owner's Cube was a, a nice winner there. Did it with a bit of style, but I just wanted to really follow Graham out of the meeting. I thought he he had two really nice trials leading into that debut run on Saturday. And look, I just don't think the squib 900 metre distance was suited to him. He's a, he's a learner. He just got too far back after being restrained from that wide jaw, And he's just had to make that long, wide, sustained sprint. And if you watch him on the video, he just gets a little bit lost on the turn. Wanted to get on the wrong leg. And Showed acceleration, then maintained a strong enough finishing speed to the line. But I, don't, I think next preparation, is clearly going to be a better horse and he's just going to really improve from this race experience. So out of the meeting, I'm keen to follow Graham. And obviously, in time, over further, we'll be, he'll be much more suited.
1: That's Graham out of the opener. We'll go to the Tab Highway, the third race. This race was run at a very slow speed and the horse you'll go to Black Book Devotion for Paul Shaler ran third uh, $26.
3: Yeah, you're right. They dead set walked in this and I thought Devotion um, is racing above its uh, what it's been going around, it's market expectations. I thought 2 back was really good where it had excuses and raced well that day at Randwick in another highway and then just on Saturday, as you said, not suited to the race shape and he was the horse that had to make that early move, making that, um he was exposed very early, making that wide sweeping run where some horses just got onto the back of him so he had to do the work. He really loomed and just peaked late but I think he's just ready now because uh, three back, he had that break-between runs, So he's rock hard fit. And, you know, around this time of year, he might be able to sneak into an 1,800-metre highway and might just be able to pop up a big odds. So happy to follow Devotion.
1: Devotion. And your last one, the Black Book, is a horse called Rustic Steel who ran fifth in the,
3: in the Hunter.
1: Would I be right in saying the Ingham would be the target for this horse?
3: Yeah, definitely. I think that, that looks the target and looks spot on for the Ingham. Um all honors to the winner, cold Crusher um went at a fast pace, ran, ran fast time, did it on both ends. But I think Rustic steel is definitely going better than the form guide, reads. Again restrained from a wide draw, just way too far far back in which was a very high pressure race and hit the line really well. Good last two hundred relative to the day and we just know this horse, if when it gets to that 1,600 metres, if it can draw a gate, it can be handy, midfield or worst, and really put itself into the race. So I think the Union would definitely be the target. 1,600 metres, rear week perfect um, set-up for him. So happy to follow Rustic Steel.
1: Rustic Steel. Good on you, Nick. Have a good day.
3: Thanks, David. You too. So
1: Graham devotion on Rustic Steel of the three that... Nick has found out of the Newcastle meeting. Let's go now to Morfordville from Saturday. Ben Scandon's got four to Black Book. Once again, Ben, good morning. Hello again, David. Now, your first one is Midnight Mass, who ran into a horse that's in good form, Poison Chalice.
4: Yeah, Poison Chalice, I think, is a very promising horse for Paul Prishka, but um, Midnight Mass is, is racing so well this preparation for Aaron Bain, Ned Taylor... Um, yeah, He won a couple in a row in Court, then at Moorferville, and then I thought he was really game and again on Saturday. He um, sat up outside the leader, worked at the front, maybe to rent between the six and 800 metre mark, and yeah, really stuck to his guns before getting um, hauled in late by Poison Charles. I thought it was a run full of merit. He carried 60 kilos. I think he just continued to follow him with a lot of confidence. He's, uh, he's racing at the peak of his powers at the moment, midnight mass.
1: Right, yeah, that's a Midnight Mass. Now, the following race was a maiden. It was a fairly busy finish. There wasn't much between the first five or six or even seven when they hit the line, but you found the fourth place getter wonder to Blake Booker horse called Zarkana, Z-A-R-K-A-N-A.
4: Yeah, that's right. She's a trapeze artist, filly really trained by Wayne Francis and Glen Kent, and she's actually come back in really good shape with these preparations. She's only had the three starts to this prep. Um, she was OK on the parks track back in early October. Then we saw her again on Saturday, and I thought she did a really good job. She settled basically last, and um, she drew wide barriers, hen, Just Justin Potter on board, and she absolutely steamed home. She's beaten less than a length, um, finished off really strong. I think it's going to be a, a reasonably strong maiden. Um, the winner of that race, voltage point, I think is a nice horse. Um, yeah, and I think that Zaya Khan looks like she's certainly an improver race is best with a sit and um, yeah, I think you can continue to follow with a fair bit of confidence. She'll be winning a maiden pretty quickly.
1: Later in the day, second to none in UN contested the heat of the, the, the Tab Vadoras series. Ran second. Tell us about the run because it's going in the black book.
4: Yeah, three runs this preparation and I think she's absolutely at her best now second to none. She's, she's out of a, a nice mere tidy profit, who remember from a few seasons back. She's been really consistent just hasn't had a whole lot of luck and a Again on Saturday, she was, um, she was kind of between runners and had to switch, switch between them and never really had a chance to gather full momentum. But she, uh, she did finish off very strongly beaten, just over a length behind Starlight Valley Horse Racing in, in very good form at the moment. Strong to the line. Look, she just needs just an ounce of luck and she'll be, win- she'll be winning a city race pretty soon, second to none. She's, uh, like I said, she's been relatively luckless recently, but she's overdue.
1: OK, that's second to none. Now, three rings is a newcomer to the Cody Reardon stable, formerly with Price and Kent Jr. Started uh, reasonable odds, $18. Uh, tell us about the run, because you, you're going to put it in the black book.
4: Yeah, there wasn't a cent for it. In the, um, it's opened at 12 and jumped at $18. And just had it, formerly with Mick Price and Michael Kent, now with Cody Reardon at Moorfordville. And Katie does a really nice job with, a, with just a, a handful of horses. And got three rings showed a lot of promise in this first run here in South Australia. Again, he, he settled a, a long way back um, but was very strong late and it was, a, it was a day where it was tough to make ground but he um, he finished off strongly. He, was, he only finished six but he was beaten four lengths behind live defence. Thought it was a run full of merit. If Cody decides to drop him back to uh, maybe a midweeker, I'll be jumping on him straight away, three rings. He looks like he's going to be a nice addition to the stable.
1: Excellent work. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, David. Ben Scannon joining us from Adelaide. Black booking Midnight Mass Zakana, second to none in three rings. As we go to Colin McNiff, who's looking back at Launceston on Friday night. Tell us about the run of Princess Tina in race four, Colin. She's the first of your three black bookers.
0: Yeah, look, it's, uh, it's probably a little uh, unusual to make a horse that's had 34 starts with just the one win and a placing the black booker. But she's recently gone to Drew Tyson, uh, transferred from Cameron Thompson. Just had a second run for the new trainer. There was specking $26 into seven. She was badly held up all the way down the home straight. She finished seventh beating a tick over four lengths in a 1600 metre maiden class one. Looks like a change of scenery might have just uh, worked here for Princess Tina. Uh, I think if they can find a, a similar race, uh, a 1600 metre maiden class one. Certainly where there's a bit of smoke, she was well supported. I think there might be a bit of fire, so it was a really good run. She hit the line well and ran through the line really well too, so she might just be one worth following, and it might be a little bit of odds next time she steps out.
1: We were talking about Bynes winning race six. Of course, Mm. Erica Byrne-Burke getting her 100th winner, but
0: you think the format of the race is not too bad because you've break book two out of this race. I have, and they'll go in different directions. Doro Starr being a three-year-old and better than Banksy being a four-year-old, but Doro Star, I think, will turn the tables on Bine in the three-year-old Cup on on the 29th. It was slow to begin, was hustled up, hit a real flat spot coming around the home turn, but once a balanced start, it ran home very hard. I think uh, Doro Star will win the three-year-old Cup on the 29th. And better than Banks, he's had six runs since coming down to Tasmania. Has been very consistent. It was first up from a spell. It ran fourth in that race, beaten 1.1 lengths. Ran the fastest last 600, 400, and 200 of the meeting. Was supported from 19 into nine. 50 and uh, I think it's uh, ready to win down here in Tassie. It has had one win since joining the Gary White camp and can win again. As I say, it's a four-year-old, so it's probably going to be sticking around the Class 1 type races and Doro Starr will be going to the three-year-old races over the Carnival. We'll watch both of them. Thanks, Colin. Thank you. Thank you. Colin McNiff from
1: Tassie. Now, we wrap uh, Black Bookers up for this morning by having a chat with Darren Clayton.
5: Darren, good morning. Good morning, David. How are you today?
1: Oh, well, thank you. Bold Medley, Jew John was uh, coming back from a break in race seven at the Creek on Tuesday. Drew a wideish gate. Tell us about the run.
5: Yeah, like you mentioned, he's coming back from a spell. He was last seen back in the winter. He was runner-up in a in a Derby consolation behind Neptune on that occasion. Hadn't trialled publicly, so probably pretty well underdone. You would expect. Went back early. Not overtaxed in the closing stages. He's run home 56.71, 28.41. He was only beaten around about 7.5 metres now. Like I say, no public trial. He'll certainly take plenty of benefit out of that run. also need to consider he's a three-year-old, so he gets a three-year-old uh, lift in the ratings. He's an NR58 performer, so he can get around those 48 to 52 races. I note he is in tomorrow at Albion Park, and... Um, while I certainly give him a good chance tomorrow, um, I certainly think third up will definitely be sticking with him. That's
1: bold medley due, John. Well, at the creek on Saturday night, we're closing in on ID23. Tim's a trooper. He's a horse probably a little unfortunately, He's had to live in the shadow of leap to fame, but he's a very good horse in his own right. And, well, Captain Shuffles won as expected off the pole, but Tim's a trooper, ran second. Tell us about the run, because you're going to black book him.
5: Yeah, certainly was a really good run, and he will be in the Inter-Dominion Series. He's well and truly high enough if in the uh, rankings for that. He had gate 10 in that race Saturday night behind Captain Shuffles, just sat back in the pack. Um, he was wide, wide out off the track and strong to the line. It was a night where it can tend to be that the pegs were the hot place to race, and Tim's a trooper. He was working home wide off the track. Come home, 54.98, 27.45. He's run his last mile, 151.3. Now, that's the fastest out of the race, and in perspective, now that we get this great data, he's run an extra 20 metres overall in the race than Captain Shuffles has in winning it.
1: Yeah, very good data, that is indeed. OK, Tim's a tripper. Let's follow him. Sister Bliss is your other black booker.
5: Yeah, this is her second attempt in Saturday Night Company. She drew gate 10. It was a race dictated from the front. It was a twenty-seven and a half third third quarter that she let go uh, with a, a move from the 600 when Shane Graham really tried to um, get into the race and, and bust it open. And she got forward. She put the leader away on the home turn Loom strongly in the stretch, looked like she was going to hold on and then she was just grabbed in the passing lane in the closing stages, only beaten ahead. It was last call that got her up the the passing lane. I heard you give Jenny Anderson a call out earlier, David. Uh, That was the winner, but Sister Bliss, uh, she's certainly knocking on the door for another win, probably gets one of these mares qualifiers in Saturday night grade.
1: Good work. Thanks, Darren. Cheers, David. Darren Clayton joining us there, nominating bold medley on Tim's a trooper and sister with an A, Bliss, for the Black Book. That is Black Bookers for Monday the 20th of November. Hopefully a few winners there. Look forward to your company again next week.